You are now listening to Carly's Couch. I'm Carly. And I'm Lex. In this podcast, we discuss a wide array of topics about life and how to live your best life. Whatever that looks like for you. (laughs) Hope y'all enjoy. What do you need? Most people have a hard time articulating exactly what it is that they need, rather from friends, relationships, their job. And so this week, we're going to spend a little bit of time figuring out how to determine your needs and then how to own them moving forward. Yeah, lately, um, Carly, we've been talking a lot about needs as refers to that being a core piece that informs you about why are you acting the way you're acting or what is it um, what is a better way to react or do things in order for you to get your needs uh, met? And so it is good, you know, to see that correlation and now say, okay, well, how do I even figure out like exactly what that is? Um, I think a lot of times, just like with goals and things like that, you can ask somebody like, oh, what's your goals? And it's like, you think, you know, but all of a sudden it's like, I don't know. So if somebody asked you, you know, what are your needs with a job? What are your needs in a relationship? What are your needs with your friend or as a friend? Or what are your space needs? Those types of things. Do you feel like you could honestly answer them? Not really. And that's kind of why I wanted to talk about this because we've been talking about honoring yourself and advocating for yourself and asking for what you need. And I was like, I don't even think I can really truly articulate what it is that I need in all those spaces. So I figured it'd be interesting to kind of dive into that today. Or I mean, do you feel like you can articulate it or that you just haven't just taken a second to actually think about it? Mm, I mean, a little bit of both. Like I've been thinking about it more, especially like in prepping for the episode and thinking about that. But similar to values, it's like I thought that I knew all my needs, but then I kind of just did a quick ask myself and I was like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, I think I know, I, or it's like, you know, the things that you should say or that you're supposed to like, Oh, I want to be respected and loved and all these things. But how can you really communicate to somebody what you need if you don't know exactly? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we're going to get into like what made us think about this episode and all the things, but also I want to take a second to remind you all to support uh, the Capsos team with Alive Together, which is a suicide prevention walk by dd hirsch it's coming up on the 14th and we'd love for you to visit ddhirsch.org slash alive together we put a link in the notes with our um link straight to our team page we're raising money there for suicide prevention so if you would go donate um or you can even join the team if you want you can walk from home virtually wherever you are if you're not in the la area um but please go show support so just want to throw that out there at the beginning in case you all don't listen to the whole episode, we shouted this out last week as well. Yeah, but we know y'all will. Y'all gonna hang mm-hmm. out with us till the end, especially today. Um, but I saw a tweet from Calm, so the Calm app, uh, which does meditation and mindfulness. And um, it says something about like, instead of focusing what the day needs from you, focus on what you need from the day. And I thought that that was a really interesting, very seemingly small, but interesting differentiation. Instead of thinking about all the things that you have to do every single day, like, oh, man, got all these meetings, got this client, got to do this for that and run this errand and do all this stuff. We rarely ever stop to think what we need from the day. And therefore, we're always ran by what everybody else needs from us instead of what we need. And I thought, wow, that's so powerful just to start your day thinking, what do I need today? Yeah, it kind of brings us back to like ownership of you, your time, your space versus being reactive to everything around. Um, And so to be more in the driver's seat of your life is like, 
kind of demanding like what you want from my your friendship what you want from your relationship what you want from the day um and so to know that and to affirm that will help inform like your decisions the way you speak the way you approach conflict etc in a way that i guess would eventually get you more of those things or at least it keeps you focused on what things you do want to accept in your life yeah if i was to ask you like what you need in like you know all those spaces would you be able to share do you know what you need um yeah I think I would in a lot of those spaces um and then from being in like therapy before like I've been asked like my homework one time was to write down like what my needs are like in a relationship things like that and so what ended up happening was there's a few things that first come to mind that I write down but then also over time what kind of makes me recognize what my needs are is moments where they're being unmet or moments when I feel like I'm a little salty about something, which is like, oh, you know what? I actually kind of need this. Or I, I, And also I had to distinguish between like what I would like and then I would put the things down, but then looking at the list, it's like, well, what is it that I really need um, with some of those things? So there are there are things that I've been able to like actually list out and, and identify. And I actually don't think it would be that hard like with work and other things, it's just now a matter of, all right, putting your whole life together and all these pieces are all of these making sense all together or like, Mm. where am I letting, you know, either maybe boundaries get stepped on or where am I letting like my needs not get met um, or not like keeping that at the forefront perhaps. Um, But I think I could identify what some of them at least are. Yeah, absolutely. Why do you think it's important to know your needs? Mm, I think because we're often taught, especially in communities of color, I feel like you're you're taught to think more about everything else except yourself um, or not to like put yourself at the forefront, which I don't think knowing and acting upon your needs is necessarily that. But I, I do think that it's kind of like a uh, a way where you can be socialized to, you know, put other needs first or to not not be like air quote needy like with what you need and your attention with other people Mm -hmm. yeah and I think it's hard to you know communicate and build those relationships or even get what you want if you don't know what that is it's like going to an ice cream shop and just being like hey I want ice cream okay cool Mm -hmm. well what kind because you might not be happy with that pistachio that you get when you really want a butter pecan or whatever Mm -hmm. Um, but also I think that over time people can make you feel feel bad or like shame you for having needs um there's ever been a time when you're like um even from as a kid if you're like actually you might actually be super tired from school and working a job or whatever to like you know immediately come home and do something else and you know your parents fussing at you like oh you don't you're not really even doing nothing or you know Mm -hmm. you should continue and do this or that or whether it's from that or from like a relationship where it's like dang why you always want to um spend so much time or like why do we always have to do this or that or um why are you always getting me on me about a thing when really that's like man it's actually a need that I have um that I would like to be met but now you're kind of making me feel bad for like expressing that or for saying that I would like something to happen so I think from like childhood and on in all of our relationships um you could just feel bad for that like at work you could feel awkward or bad for asking for a day off, like people, you know, let their time like build up um, because you don't want it to look like you're not a hard worker. So I think there's lots of spaces like that. 
Yeah, and all those things like make it hard to express our needs, which is probably why we're not as great at that, right? So we're learning this stuff from childhood, um, carrying around a lot of guilt and shame. And I think another one that stems from childhood or from your, you know, formative years is that maybe, you know, you were poor and didn't have a lot of money. So like you didn't really focus on your needs and you didn't want to make your parents feel bad or ask for things like if they couldn't meet them or if maybe your caregivers were you know, suffering from depression or substance abuse or something. And you really felt like there wasn't anybody else to help you meet your needs. And so you kind of just kept them to yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and you didn't want to cause any trouble. You didn't want to cause any extra work or stress on them. And so you kind of just hold that stuff in. Um, and then lastly, you might just not know what they are. So um, you may be so used to doing for others or you may be so used to kind of living reactively in your life that you just never took the time to think about what you do need or what you what you would like out of all these different types of scenarios. And so um, that's why an episode like this is important so you can really take time to focus on what those things are. Mm-hmm. And so some common needs that you know, we might need, but really haven't thought about or put into words are recognition, like recognition mm-hmm. from your peers or from your partner or important people in your life, you know, that they see you and see what you're doing and see that you're doing great and all those things like that. They see you. Another would be acceptance. So we all, um, as community based, um, animals need acceptance and, Um, that kind of level of community with other people. And so that's just a natural thing. Like whether as a kid, you wanted your friends to like you or so you did this dare or whatever to even now, like we want our peers and our colleagues and the people around us, uh, we need to be a part of a group. And so acceptance is a big need that we all have. Mm -hmm. Another is comfort and reassurance um, from, you know, people who love you and people who care about you. So comforting because, you know, life can be kind of hard. And I think it's good to know that people are there to support you and to affirm you. Mm -hmm. Also, um, reassurance. So getting an okay around like the things that are going on with you, the things that you're doing. Sometimes we need that reassurance. Um, or just to know like that you're loved or whatever it may be like that. Those are things that we want to hear, uh, from other people as well. But also with this list, um, all of these things also are mirrored of things that we can do or need to be doing for ourselves as well. And so with all of these needs, I guess it's also important to make sure that we remind ourselves that you know, we're responsible for meeting a lot of these needs. Like, like this isn't all on other people. So I don't want to feel like, oh yeah, Mm -hmm. so you should be reassuring me and making me feel good and doing all these things. Like, sure, that's a need and that's wanted and that's nice. But also for sure, you know, coming from yourself as the main source or being proven through your own actions and the things you say is really what's going to be the most important. Absolutely. I'm thankful. Thank you for that reminder. That is absolutely the truth, especially with another important need is stability, Um, stability, safety, security. So whether that's financial, having a place to stay, all those things we need that. And again, not all on everybody else, which would be nice to just be taken care of. However, it's up to you to take care of yourself first. But I think stability is a huge need that when it's not met can cause issues in a lot of other areas in your life. Mm -hmm. And we all need help. So you may need help, whether that's um, 
just from somebody listening to you, being supportive, somebody actually helping you do a thing, pick up something from the store, whatever it may be. There's always going to be times where you do need help from others. Um, and so that's another need that you may have as well that you may feel is not being met. Absolutely. So those are just some of the basic needs that people have. There are so many more. But again, they're all roots of issues and problems and things that we're going through in our lives. And so I think before delving into like, how do we discover our needs is continuing to think about the barriers and like, why we don't express the ones we do know, and what we struggle with to actually like connecting our needs and other people. Was that a question? Mm -mm. No, it was oh. a statement. Um, so in addressing like what your needs are and expressing them, I, you know, why would you have an issue with that? Um, so we just talked about a few reasons why it may not be like first nature for you to express them, but I feel like it's a practice and like the more you do and the more you do kind of set that, um, you start to realize like, oh, this is the fastest route to actually getting the things and, whether it's kind of like, uh, it's probably not exactly procrastination, but it's like similar to like um, self-sabotage or like just being in your own way. Um, it's one of those things where it's like conflict and everything else. Like it's uncomfortable a little bit, but it's such a necessary thing to just go ahead and exert, say, show, which I think showing is more important than saying. I don't, I don't think that when we talk about needs, that means it's always like, well, I need this or I need that or you should do this or whatever. Like a lot of times it's in how you show and how you're taking care of your own self and the things you're doing that show that this is a priority for you. Um, so, again, like bringing it back to yourself. Um, one thing to recognize is like it's a dis discomfort there that leads you quicker to where you need to be. Uh, man, and that seeing versus showing is such a great thing and actually going into um, we have like 10 questions to help you discover your needs or clarify them if you feel uncertain about exactly what they are. And the first one is like, how do I feel about how I'm currently taking care of yourself? Because everything always starts with yourself. Like you said, you have to show people like to if you want to be, which everybody deserves to be treated with respect. But like, you know, if there's a certain level of care and attention and affection that you want, it's like, how are you treating yourself too? Yeah, because it's like a disconnect if you're if you're moving around as if like, oh, I need somebody to be doing this and this and this for me. But like when you're at home by yourself, all you eat is, I mean, I love Taco Bell, but all you eat is like Taco Bell and you're just sitting around, you know what I mean? Like you're not, you're, that's not really you. You're not really living that lifestyle um, that you, that you're saying you want other people to give to you. And it's like, you don't have to wait for other people to give that to you. But if you're living in that, like that's just the space you're in. So I think that's a really good point to, note how you're taking care of yourself like how do you feel in all these different areas um where do you feel fulfilled in the different categories that we talked about um with work with your relationships with your friendships whatever what do you what's going well what do you feel is the pros in those spaces and is that showing how and where your needs are being met um so that i think it's good also to think about you know what is going well where do you feel secure um, and recognizing what your needs are, or at least at the core, because maybe you feel good around your coworkers, but then you don't feel good in this other space. Um, so what's the disconnect there? That could help you figure out what your needs are and like maybe why they're not being met. 
Yep. And so looking at where they'll fulfilled. And then the next one is looking at where you feel empty or starved. Like, where are you lacking that fulfillment or that satisfaction? Like, where's the rub? Like in your life every day, where's the thing that makes you sad, hurts your feelings, makes you upset? Like, where are you irritated? I think that's a great indicator, too, of like you're lacking something. Mm -hmm. And also you can think about where you'd like to invest your time and energy. So. Um, I don't know. This kind of reminds me of that when people ask that question, like, if you could do anything, what would you do? And it's like, hey, nothing. I don't, I don't know. I'm just trying to chill. Um, so, which might mean like you have a need for more relaxation, more you time more whatever. Right. Um, so think about like, where would you put your time and energy, um, into what types of things? And that may re be a reflection on the needs you have, whether that be to recharge, whether that be to make sure you're secure and stable, um, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And I think you can think about it like, man, if I had, you know, a three three day weekend, my day off PTO, all that stuff, what would I do with it? So really put yourself in that situation. Another one is um, thinking about your top three activities that bring you peace and that make you feel calm. And then looking at how you incorporate those into your weekend, into your days, into your months. Like, how are you actually incorporating those intentional moments of peace and calmness into your life? So I'm going to group, sorry. So the next few kind of questions to ask are about like your activities, how you spend your time and how things make you feel. So like Carly just said, top three activities that bring you calm. You could think about the activities that bring you joy. You could think about um, the things you're saying yes to actually doing, no to actually doing. But I think in that, what's important is like tracking that. So like for a week, for a day, maybe literally. Um, and this is an activity I've seen for um, slightly a different use. But I think about like trying to figure out where you're in flow or like what things to focus on with work, perhaps. But if you writing down like how you're spending your time and like how how energized are you with that? Or like how much are you enjoying that? Um, I think that taking a look and doing some analysis on your activities and the way you're spending your time. Um, can for sure give you some insight into what your needs are. Um, and that can be like outside of just work stuff. That can be even like what you're doing with your partner or how much time you're spending with friends. Maybe maybe you called a, a girlfriend and today, so like you're thinking about like, oh, that was actually really nice. That really did energize me. I've done that before where it's like, I don't reach out to people as much as I could, but then I do and I'm like, oh man, that was really nice. Like how that, that boosted me and my mood and my day. And it's like, maybe I do have more of a need to connect with people or, you know, whatever. Like, you can discover how you actually feel as you're doing these activities. And so keeping a journal is an amazing um, thought about it. And I challenge y'all to do that at least for a day to see how you're actually spending your time. And then at the end of it, think about what you wish you would have done. So you actually spent your time like, oh, I woke up, rolled out of bed, hopped on my Zoom call, you know, did whatever. But then at the end of the, end of the day, man, I wish I would have went to the gym. Man, I wish I would have spend some time with my friends or took a walk or play with my dog or whatever those things are that you're not doing. And I think that that gives you a spotlight onto those things that you need, whether it is more relaxation, more energizing, more pushing, more grinding, whatever those things are that you actually need. And then you can start to set boundaries from there and start to cut out those things that, you know, might be draining you and might be taking time and cut out those people that you feel terrible with or terrible, like in yourself after hanging out with or whatever is going on. But you have to start with actually like writing all the stuff down. But is it also important to prioritize needs or how do we go about that when, let's say, you know, we have to get certain things done, like we're we need to make our check, we need to work overtime. And by need, maybe I shouldn't use that word need, but like 
you need money to pay your rent and pay your bills. Mm-hmm. And so, sure, it's like, dang, like, I wish I had gone to the gym. I wish I had more time for this, more time for that. Or is that kind of more of a time management question? But, um, you know, sometimes it's like, yo, I, I need, I have to work, like, or I can't afford this gym membership or whatever it might be, right? But how do we navigate that? these needs if we feel like all right there's some things that I have to do it's not like really something I feel like I can choose well a couple thoughts there so the first one is like let's say short-term situation you got to pay your rent you got to take care of your mom whatever you're doing you have to do it do what you have to do but in those moments when you do have time to yourself how are you spending it those five minutes in the bathroom are you scrolling on Instagram are you doing like when you get home are you watching TV are you reading a book are you resting are you going to sleep on time like getting as much sleep as possible like how are you taking care of yourself while you're in that survival mode and then as soon as you get a little bit of space to breathe why are you staying at that job that you hate do you not think you can get another job? Like, it's not saying you have to go out and look for 100 jobs a day, but maybe you get on Indeed when you get home and you spend five minutes looking at one job a day until you find something else that you like that doesn't drain you. And so it's like survive and do what you have to do. We've all been there sleeping on couches, doing whatever the hell you got to do to get stuff done. But then whenever you have a little bit of breathing room, it's actually taking those steps intentionally and spending your time, which is your most precious resource, on the things you need to do to take care of yourself and get to where you want to be. And then what about like prioritizing your needs with other people if there are maybe like family members or relationships or just, you know, maybe the friends or the people might not always be serving you, but you have to be around them or like how do you navigate needs with relationships or that you need out of people if you can't change them? I think you, so I think it's different with everything. Yeah, I say boundaries, but like it's hard to tell your kids like, I don't want to hang out with you today or whatever, but it's like, maybe mommy needs five minutes of alone time. Like y'all sit here, just give mommy five, five minutes of quiet time. You can do this again. I don't have kids, so I'm not telling y'all what to do because I don't have kids and I don't know, but Mm -hmm. finding ways to set boundaries, but with relationships, maybe, you know, you ask if you want quality time, like, Hey, can we at least spend one date night together a week? Mm -hmm. And then if they say no, like that might be something to reconsider because one night a week or an hour a week is not too much unless they're going through a lot and then y'all can have a difficult conversation, but you know, setting boundaries and intentionally asking for what it is that you need. And people also have the option to not meet that. And that's okay too, but at least you know what it is. And from there you can make an informed decision. Mm -hmm. Um, So all of those are pretty good questions to understand what you do need. Um, Again, I think I said this earlier at the beginning, but I think one of the most effective ways is to see, you know, where do you, have those negative feelings or resentments where you're like, oh, I wish that this or that, or man, this person's not doing this, or I feel this kind of way, you know, because of a situation or person. Those are usually uh, definitely your body telling you like, yo, I don't like this. Um, or there's something to be addressed there. So I think that's that's one of the easiest places to explore, maybe write about um, how you're feeling in those types of spaces for sure. But after we figure out, you know, what those needs are, Um, So I would say write that stuff down, write down what your needs are in different places. Um, What do you do now that you, okay, I know what they are. And, and also how many should you have? Is it okay to have like a hundred needs or should it just be like five core needs or what? Look, I'm trying to figure this out like y'all are. So I'm not sure, but I would probably start with like a big need in each Mm -hmm. area, like one thing at a time. So like in my relationship, I need more 
quality time. Like I want to feel more love or whatever Mm. it is. And then go from there. You know, at work, I want to get more opportunities. I need more opportunities to shine. So you focus all your attention and figure out how to do that. And I think it's like domino effects. Like, you know, you do Mm. one and you start building momentum. You can start attacking more things. But I would recommend to just start with one so you don't get overwhelmed. Yeah, I have, I think I have like ten or twelve on my. The only thing I have listed. Hold on, I could actually. I think it's already up here, probably. Unless it's my work stuff. Oh, things I need. Yeah. So my so this is my things I need in a relationship list is adventure and exploration to share and enjoy experiences, acknowledgement of how great I am, admiration, hey. respect for my input and opinions, freedom to be myself, a common goal of wanting to be together. Um, to work together and be on the same team, care for my well-being, honesty and transparency, fun and playfulness, supportive of my work and endeavors, to feel desire, acknowledgement for growth and the things I'm doing well. And then I have my needs for like what I want in a shared space, like when I'm with somebody else. And then, you know, what are my needs like by myself apart from them? Um, So really like in general though, my needs are the things I wrote down as my needs in the relationship. Tell me that I want like a, a friend, like, you want somebody you can hang out with as a friend, have cool experiences, um, and who trusts you, talk to you. Like you're, you know, we're just like, we're in a circle, which is kind of what that looks like for me, which I know that makes sense because I like to, you know, like go on trips or we go explore or find a new restaurant, like, you know, stuff like that. Um, and that aligns with the type of person that I am. Um, so your list might be totally different than that, but those are the things I put. And I thought it was so funny when I was making it. Like the first things I put were like, let's have fun together and all that before I got to like, oh yeah, let's be honest. <laughs> all that was like at the bottom. Cause I was like, uh, yeah, I guess I need to put this other stuff too. But I was like, yeah, I'm just trying to have a good time. And I don't think there's anything wrong with whatever you think your needs are. Um, but again, you know, challenge them and pay attention as you're moving to see like, oh, is there something else that actually is more relevant or, you know, making sure you're not lying to yourself about what you think. Um, yeah, but those are mine. So that's quite a few. But yeah. it's just the things that came to my mind. And I like that. So maybe it's making a list of the things, you know, after you do your journal, making a list of the things you want and that you need. But then if, you, if there's one that's really giving you, you know, issues and you're not feel like it's being met, then maybe that's the one you try to advocate and make more space for. But yeah, that kind of I'm like, man, I want to write down my stuff now and see what it is that I need. So I I figured those out. And then it's like, all right, accepting them for what they are. So you know, again, it's like, what's the insights here? It's like, oh, actually, this is, I kind of want like a, a best friend type of vibe or whatever, like understanding what you're really saying there and accepting that. Um, or it, you may find like, oh, man, there's a little bit of insecurities that are peeking through some of these or something like that. And that's okay to understand and accept that as well, um, which means now to me that it's like, oh, these are some of those are needs really for myself that I mm-hmm. need to put more at the forefront for me. Um, and that's okay too. Um, after you accept them, it's also, all right, how do you communicate these to other people? Or especially like mine was a relationship. So it's like, how, what are the best ways to communicate that to other people? If you have something for friendships, work, et cetera, how do you communicate that? I would say first, um, kind of let go of expectations on you and your partner and just try to like do your best. It can be kind of hard to start asking for things, especially if you're not used to it. 
And so letting go of like it's selfish to do this or I'm needy because I have needs, which is not true. Like we're all human. We all have needs and you're just learning to advocate for them. Um, But then recognizing that you're creating a mutually respectful environment where they'll feel free to express their needs, too. If you are able to communicate yours and it's a safe space and that also shows them and teaches them that it's okay for them to do the same thing with you. Oh, yeah, that's actually super important. And I'm glad you said that because I've had needs expressed to me and I'm like man that ain't no need like because it's totally like people are so different mm-hmm. and it's like are you serious like you know to be told that oh like this this thing is very important to me and it's like okay but also it's whether it's something you don't agree with or something that's not easy for you or um maybe it doesn't it seems trivial to you or whatever like that's really also a key is like hey this isn't just about you um, especially when we're talking about needs within different types of relationships, it's like a willingness to also understand and respect other people's needs and to know if you, you know, can do those things or not. Um, so that's very important as well. And recognizing that it takes a lot of respect and authenticity in relationships. And so making sure you have that brave space and just giving opportunities for accountability and love. And then after you accept that you know what they are, you accept them, you are starting to communicate them, making sure and before that you're also tending to your own needs. <laughs> We're going to end there on the like how to deal with needs because everything always starts with yourself. And so mm-hmm. starting small, um, if you like quiet time and you're an introvert and you always feel pressured to go to parties, say, nah, dog, I'm good. And spend that time with yourself. And that may seem small, but that's probably a big thing because I think we've all been guilted or guilted ourselves into doing shit we don't want to do. And so just start by honoring yourself in those little moments. Yeah. And even with um, what may be even harder sometimes, like in relationships, if you find yourself like overdoing stuff, like I, um, I stopped doing stuff now, like like, you know, if you see, like, a messy countertop or it's like, dang, Lord, y'all just want to do these dishes and get them out the way. It's like, nah, that ain't that ain't my job. Like, I'm good. Um, and there's places for those things and places for not. But if it's like, yo, I'm, it's like I'm just doing something knowing I got hella work to do. I got other stuff. It's like, no, let me just focus on what I'm supposed to be doing because if that was important to them, they would do it. And it's like, what am I really trying to do here? Get points or, although really I just don't, like, mess around me um, so I can focus. But, you know, it's like, for other, things you do for other people, especially like if you're on a people pleasing tip or or those types of things, it's it's a little harder, I think, to catch and like not do. Or like, let's say you were at home chilling, and that girl or that guy called you and was like, "Yo, you trying to come come do something? Come out, go do a thing," and you stop what you're supposed to be doing to go do that. You know, it's like, oh dang, like yeah, I can do it, and you just like not, you just flimsy in the wind with whatever, right? I think all of that is kind of reflection on boundaries, but. Sometimes your needs are, I need to get this stuff done. So I'm not waking up extra early to try to finish it or I'm not behind, you know, and, and my job is suffering or whatever else is going on. Um, and so you really have to have like that long term kind of focus to, to know, understand like what's really important. Um, and that's hard to focus on a lot of times. Like I'd be ready to drop whatever and be like, all right, let's go um, and be mad every time. But it's. <laughs> One day, I guess. <laughs> I was about to say, you ain't have to read me like that, though. <laughs> right. Be like, because oh, I'd right. be like, man, I'm so tired. I don't want to do this. You want to go? Yep, I'm there. <laughs> Let's go. I'll pick you up. Like, what, girl? You got shit to do. Um, So recognizing what you need long term and committing to that, even if it means, you know, sacrificing something fun with a partner or something with a friend, I think also that's important so you don't get resentment towards them for taking you away 
for what you need to do, even though that's your fault for saying yes and opting in. Mm-hmm. But if you really know what you need, then you're able to stay focused on that. Yeah. And tending to your needs is, is a process. And, you know, you start with baby steps. So you're going to build up to a point where, you know, they're really the priorities of your life. But as you're focusing on this or practicing this, you know, just remember, like, it's not you being selfish. Um, it honestly, it doesn't matter what the other person or people are saying. Like, if you're doing what you think you need to do, just do it. I think also one thing that we kind of do sometimes is like we try to over explain stuff. And it's like, oh, well, actually, I, I really need to stay home. or I really want to do this, but I do want to do that. And it's like, you don't got to do none of that stuff. Like, you're still being too focused on like how the other person thinks or what they, they're going to judge you or whatever. I think we did an episode about that kind of recently. Um, but it's like, yo, how can you just move unapologetically in doing what you need to do? Um, easier said than done, but you got to start somewhere. So take baby steps uh, with those things. So hit us this week and let us know how you're spending your time. Is it focusing on your needs? Is it not? At the end of the day, you know, where are you feeling like, damn, I should have did this instead. So hit us at Carly's Couch on all the platforms and let us know. I know I'm going to work on that this week. Mm-hmm. And then we have a shout out. Um, I am actually teaching a yoga class with Hoka. They are a um, an outdoor brand. They have hiking boots and running shoes and um, recovery shoes and clothing and different things. And so they have a pop-up in Los Angeles. I'll put the link in the show notes, but also don't forget to support our team for DD Hirsch, a live together event um, on November 14th. Perfect. And then this week's question of the week is Carly, what is a recent book that has significantly impacted your life? Man, I've been reading hella good books lately, but the one that stands out, uh, man, like for real, for real, some really good shit. But the one that stands out is it's called The Mountain Is You by Brianna Weist or Weist. Man, I be messing up people's names, but it's really, really good. And I think she breaks things down succinctly, like being anxious and overthinking and people pleasing and things in, in very succinct bites. So you don't feel like you're just reading the same thing over and over again, but it's like, man, I have this problem. I identify with this. Oh, wow. These are some steps I can take to solve it. Um, but it's just been speaking to my soul lately. What about you? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember, to be honest, uh, there's been a couple of books that I know I had read and I was like, Oh wow, this is really good. And now I completely cannot think of what they are, honestly. Um, there's one I'm reading right now about um, being an expert, but it's like work type stuff. So I kind of start stop that. And there's there was really a couple good fiction books that I had read mm-hmm. recently. I cannot remember the name. I think I talked about it probably before though on here. Um, it's probably like a couple months ago that was like really good and and again good because it was just good for that need of just like getting my brain off of other things. Like you know sometimes it's like you're not trying to work all day and then read about how to work better or different it's like bro let me just relax um so I apologize I can't even think of the name of one of the most recent ones that was like for real impactful um but I haven't been reading as much lately lately so that's probably a sign right there man and I need the name of that fiction book because I've been needing some good fiction books but if you are into some other self-help things anything Neville Goddard or Abraham Hicks is also highly recommended Well, we hope you're ready to go into the week this week and take care of yourself. Put your needs first. Figure out what those needs are. Mm -hmm. And we will see you next week. Adios.